So, you are the Duke of Trathmere's widow, said the ugly, smooth-skinned man who called himself Prime Inquisitor to the Cadrac Emperor. A sudden rush of grief forced Elian to look down. Scarcely an hour had passed since the Cadrac army had claimed her home and her husband's life, and the words had a lonely, unreal sound. The heavy, blood-crusted boots of halberdiers still seemed nightmarishly out of place against the glass-mosaic floor of Trathmere Keep's great hall. "'Answer me, bitch,' said the Inquisitor. Elien bridled at his tone, forgetting her torn, soot-stained gown and swollen face. She raised her head and glowered at the rat-faced Inquisitor. "'You dare,' she spoke quietly. "'You dare call me that, Cadrac Mervine.' May hell's own demons defecate on your tongue. It seems fit for little else. The Inquisitor blinked, hot eyes framed in a reddening face. His jeweled collar of office glittered like blue flame in the torchlight as he sat back slowly. Anger always made him careful. So, he licked thin lips. The lady can curse like a mercenary. Elian glared. The Inquisitor laced his veined hands on the table before him. Woman, he said, you're a duke's widow, less even than the little worm that hatches a fly. You have no worth, unless, of course, you carry the Duke of Trathmere's unborn heir. Without pausing for her answer, the Inquisitor flicked a glance over Elien's thin body. I see not, he observed. Elien again shut her eyes. The night before, Sindel had come to her bed for the first time in weeks, perhaps knowing it was fated to be his last. There was a small chance, but Elian crushed the memory at once. Children were not conceived by husbands worn and hardened like flint before the tides of a hopeless war. And scarcely a week passed, Elian had had evidence she was not with child. She opened her eyes as the Inquisitor went on, as mother of Trathmere's heir, you would have some stature in the eyes of the emperor. As Trathmere's widow, you are an obstacle in his path. By Cadrac law, only women of blood descent may inherit. The duchy of Trathmere, therefore, becomes a prize of war, and yourself, my sharp-mannered lady. The inquisitor paused, smiling venomously. You become chattel of the estate, less even than the hens in the byre, for at least they and their eggs may be eaten. Elian felt her neck warm beneath a thick, dark knot of hair that had fallen loose across her shoulders. Despite the fear that nestled like a toad in her stomach, she drew a long, steady breath. Tell me, Inquisitor, her tone became acid, do all Kadraki carry their manhood in their bellies? The Inquisitor shot half out of his chair before he could curb his temper. He rearranged himself like a snake coiling to strike, and rage splintered abruptly into laughter. That was a foolish challenge, little one. He turned to the halberdiers. Have her brought to my chambers at sundown. She will learn quickly how a Kadrak officer lights his bed warmed. Until then, lock her away. I find her manner offensive. Touch me, and you'll learn regret, said Elian. The Inquisitor ignored her. He nodded to the halberdiers. A gauntleted hand prodded Elien's back. Rather than allow herself to be driven like an animal, Elien gathered the tattered ruin of her skirt and walked from the hall. Though she did her best to ignore the clanking presence of her escort, pretended indifference did nothing to loosen the terror that circled her thoughts like a garrote. She had acted rashly. 
Sindel was dead. What had she thought to gain by further resistance? I love you for your horrid, saucy little tongue, Sindel had once said to her. The memory brought tears despite her attempt to control. She stumbled blindly. The misstep earned her an ungentle shove from a halberd haft. Hélène blinked quickly to clear her eyes and found herself guided around a corner and down another corridor.